Welcome to this week's episode of Paranormal United States. This is episode 46, Virginia. Yes, indeed. And it's going to be a slightly different take on what we normally talk about. Okay. We normally talk about insane asylums, prisons, um, all the, all manner of like what you would expect to be hauntings. Um, but as you can see from the picture behind, it's quite a modern building. Mm, yeah, it looks like a hospital or something. Maybe. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the University of Virginia's School of Medicine. Not far enough. No, it's not haunted. It's not got, or it probably has a diverse history, but not like you'd expect. Okay. So I'm going to talk about the Division of Perceptual Studies at the University of Virginia School of Medicine. Cool. So, might not make a great deal of sense there, but when you talk about um, universities or schools where you've got gifted people or, or scholars, you might think about um, Professor X and the school for gifted youngsters marvel's take on some of the stuff and um, where teachers read minds and students can walk through walls and all fantastical so we don't have a, that exactly here but the division of perceptual studies is decidedly less fantastic but it is a fascinating place it's founded in 1967 by dr ian stevenson uh, originally as the Division of Personality Studies, and its mission is the scientific empirical investigation of phenomena that suggest that currently accepted scientific assumptions and theories about the nature of mind or consciousness and its related relation to matter may be incomplete. That sounds so, a bit more up our street. It does. <clears throat> so... They look at um, the survival of personality after death. One of the bits that they've looked at and talked about is how someone's personality can transfer to another body as part of reincarnation. Okay. So kind of a cool kind of place uh, and slightly mm -hmm. different to the paranormal so, as such that we've been used to in our previous states where we've talked about hauntings and ghosts and famous ghosts so this is specifically a place where they study weird phenomena awesome so they talk and study near-death experiences out-of-body experiences claimed memories of past lives so in 2014 there's a center for paranormal research that's totally legitimate and respected American Institute of Higher Learning. That's pretty cool in itself. And it's something I come across and I was like, I've got to talk about that. That's good. We need something like that over there. Yeah. Over here. But unlike X, the um, X Mansion and the X Men and all the psych, psych, psych schools, PSI and psych schools, the, I would call it a DOPS. It doesn't employ any practicing physics the teachers can't read minds and the students don't walk through walls but it is home to a group of hard-working credentialed scientists with minds for stats and figures and it's their 
remit to try and pursue this weird phenomena that people experience. That's cool. Yeah. So Jim Tucker, Dr. Jim Tucker, in actual fact, he's uh, associate professor of psychiatry and neurobehavioral sciences. He's one of the scientists. He's got a bachelor's degree from the University of North Carolina, an MD from the University of North Carolina School of Medicine. He arrived in Charlottesville to complete his postgraduate training at the University of Virginia Health um, Services Center in 1986. And after running a private psychiatric, and after a few years of running a psychiatric practice, he returned to the university to work under Dr. Stevenson and carry out research on the possibility of life after death. Which is again, it's with the whole UFO thing now, and and scientists and mainstream people that a few years ago would have said, "There's no such thing." Now we can, um, we've got some people talking about life after death. Um, Dr. Tucker, who's a certified child psychiatrist, primarily works with children who've reported memories that are not their own. So, you know, you get some kind of kids every now and again, they go, I remember when I died in 1742 at the battle, wherever. And people go, what? And they, they can remember everything. So this Dr. Tucker starts to study those kids. Um, and to Tucker, these findings suggest the plausibility of survival of personality after death. Something like a law of conservation of energy applied to human consciousness, reincarnation to the layperson. So the main effort is to document as carefully as possible what the child says and determine how well that matches with that of a deceased person. Mm-hmm. which is fair enough. They get as much detail as possible. He claims to be whoever, Elvis Presley, and or some doctor from 400 years ago, as some of these kids do. And they remember being like in a second world war, some of the kids and stuff like that. It's mm. very bizarre. Pilots um, and stuff. Yeah, pilots. Exactly that. Um, he said, in the strongest cases... The similarities can be quite compelling. The cases Tucker refers to are indeed quite compelling. In an interview earlier this month, he talked about James Leininger, a Louisiana boy who reported memories of flying a fighter jet in World War Two. Bang on, Ash. How did you know? <laughs> I don't know. This would be a lot of pilots getting yeah. incarnated. <laughs> Around the age of two, James experienced terrible nightmares, almost nightly, of violent plane crashes. During the day, he relayed extremely vivid memories of his supposed Air Force career. He recalled the name of a real aircraft carrier stationed in the Pacific during World War II, the Natoma. He claimed to have a friend on the boat named Jack Larson. He had a memory of being shot down by the Japanese and dying near Iwo Jima. So the USS Natoma Bay lost one pilot at Iwo Jima, a name a man named James Houston, and he died in a crash that matched the boy's description almost exactly. Hitting the engine, exploded into fire, crashing into the water and quickly sinking, the, boy, uh, the doctor said. And when that happened, the pilot of the plane next to his was Jack Larson. So how, mm. how could a child know that? 
it said that it's so, so the story is so obscure because it took the little boy's father three to four years to track down his information and that James Houston was killed more than 50 years before the little boy's birth and came from Pennsylvania, which is more than a thousand miles away. So there's no way at the age of two that he could have reported mm. weird shit like that happening. That's a bit mad. Unless he, it's not stuff you learn on TV. As a two-year-old, you don't learn about World War II plane crashes and specific names. So, mm. yeah. Interesting. It seems almost impossible that he could have somehow gained this information as a two-year-old. True. Um, the DOPS and the affiliated doctors and scientists reviewed and analysed thousands of cases like the boys, and before his retirement in 2002 and his death in 2007, Dr Ian Stevenson logged more than 2,500 cases, publishing his analysis in a number of scholarly texts from 1969 onwards. Today, DOPS inputs findings and patient profiles in an electronic database from which they can analyze and discern patterns that might explain why certain individuals are susceptible to believe that they possess memories from past lives. Um, Dr. Tucker and his colleagues also believe that such information could explain a number of psychiatric conditions as well, among them phobias or certain personality traits that cannot otherwise be attributed to environment or hereditary. Which kind of makes sense. Mm. I'm petrified of heights. I have no idea why I'm scared of heights. I literally shake if I go up a ladder. Maybe it's because something happened to me in a previous life. And I've I've actually had discussions like that with people before, and they go, maybe something happened to you in a previous life. Mm. Well, actually... Yeah, that sense. Like mine's been underwater. Like any, I can't look. Oh fucking hell! When it's underwater, like anything's on TV. Like when the camera goes like under the water level, I, I literally oh, wow. makes me feel like I, I, I can't watch it. So I can't even right. think about it. Like, like when I like only go to the aquarium, I can't walk under the tunnel. Oh really? It's, it's been oh, under. Geez. Oh god! Yes. Oh my maybe, god! It maybe. feels so weird. Wow. Just saying it, <laughs> I can't see anything. I'm so, just saying it. It's horrible. You know, you know, when they show people that go up those tall masts and change light bulbs and shit mm. like that, and people hanging off of buildings doing um, all these antics with Instagram and take the photos, as soon as that happens, my palms start getting sweaty and my feet get sweaty. And it's like <laughs> I can't even watch it. It's scary. Mm. Um, so. Stevenson and his contemporaries have their legitimate allies as well. A guy called Max Planck, father of quantum physics, saw merit in the possibility of a physical realm derived from a non-physical consciousness. And in his book, The Demon Haunted World, astrophysicist Carl Sagan, a very famous guy, mm. and an advocate of scientific skepticism, said that the phenomena of child reporting details of a previous life um, which upon checking out turned to be accurate and which they could not have known about in any other way than reincarnation is an area of parapsychology research deserving of a serious study. The wish not to believe can influence as strongly as the wish to believe. So mm. it's, it's mad. Um, they genuinely believe that there's reincarnation. They study these children and their stories, and let's say there's two and a half thousand 
cases that they've looked at and you do like we just said you hear about the downed world war ii pilots and, and stuff mm. like that and yeah, that's a lot it, as well yeah. yeah it is a lot and those kids they're so they're kind of still innocent in the in the sort of the world kids don't tend to lie they just say stuff and a two-year-old wouldn't wouldn't necessarily lie about being a world war ii pilot in do you know what I mean so very interesting mm. and a slightly different take on our paranormal united states it's, yeah it's cool that's your place that's a cool job yeah the dream job in it really well we've talked about evps recently and we've also had dr ann winsper who's done the evps as a doctorate doctorate thesis so there's definitely merit in some yeah. of these studies. So definitely. And on that note, that was Paranormal United States, Virginia. <laughs>